I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. Oh. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Uh, this is Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. And welcome back to the Studio Ghibli playlist. Uh, and yeah, we are. There. Oh, man. This one. Yeah. Yeah, this one's rough. I uh, I'm try I was trying to put away. It's not rough in the way that it's like uh you know, not no, beautifully no, done. Not bad it's at all. very well yeah. uh produced. Oh, it's so beautiful. But it's so beautiful. It's just it hurts the heart a lot. It hurts the heart a lot, yeah. There are uh there's many, many, many Studio Ghibli films that I have not watched ever. Like and this is one of them. I, I, I don't even know once. if I could have like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them. If I was told to name, like, all the Studio Ghibli films, I'd probably be able to get, like, seven. I don't right, know. sure. There's like, more probably than I more if I tried hard. That's for sure. Yeah. This one, though, I never even heard of this one, so I didn't know much about this. Uh, you told me it was a heart wrencher beforehand going in, and that yeah. was, thank you for that. I was prepared. Okay. I knew what I was walking into. Oh, glad. Um, and, of course, you should also just know what you're walking into, given the name being Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, fireflies yeah. are this absolute cute and adorable insect that come out in, like, the summer, fall times. And they say, hey, let's get jiggy with it with their glowing buttholes. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, like <laughs> they they uh what's that what's the word twitter painted they, twitter yeah they painted. get twitter painted <laughs> they sure do uh oh man but that was like that's a moment of my childhood it's very beautiful to mm. like look back on and remember catching fireflies putting them in jars yeah you know i did it with my mom did it with my grandma like it was just a fun thing and then oh. like you know you let the fireflies go of course you don't just kill them it was just a beautiful memory to like look back on, and so titling your film "Grave of the Fireflies," "Grave of this cute little adorable yeah. thing," you know, it's just it's immediately you just like be ready okay, yeah, yeah, prepare yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it starts out sad and just gets sadder. Uh, it starts out in immediate stress, actually. Yeah, um, that's true. But we are gonna skip that for now. Uh, yeah come back to it it's just yeah it makes more sense just to talk about that at the end uh because it literally is the end of the story it is the end yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) but yeah you're we're uh we're in kobe uh in japan during world war ii times is it kobe is that how you say it i believe so maybe kobe i get i guess i've heard of kobe beef but i've also heard people say kobe so (laughs) kobe (laughs) <laughs> it's either Kobe or Kobe. I gotta say Kobe, otherwise, yeah, otherwise I think NBA basketball star. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard not to, right? Hey, rest in peace. <sighs> Anyways, uh, they're in Kobe again. Uh, World War Two. They're in Japan. America's bombing Japan. Uh, it's near the end of the war, at the very at, at mm-hmm. least. Uh, we we follow the the story follows young Seta and Setsuka. That's Setsuko. Right. Um, Seta is the boy? Se- yeah, right? Seta is a, uh, a nearly teenage boy. I'd say preteen, probably. They don't give ages. Uh, but he is dressed in a 
young naval uniform. Not sure what they called those. Yeah. It wasn't like Hitler's youth, but they definitely indoctrinated the children into the military. Right, and his dad is is already part of the Navy. Officers of some sort. Um, and Seda is, uh, we're, we're going to list three names here. We don't remember which one we watched. Yeah. Um, what we, we either watch, there's two, there's two English versions of it. Uh, there's right, obviously right. the Japanese version that came out first, but I'm not entirely sure which one we watched. I believe we watched the more recent one with Adam Gibbs. I just, it, it's not available to stream anywhere really. You can, it's too sad for that. It's too sad for that. But I did happen to have it on a collection of Studio Ghibli DVD set, but there's absolutely no information yeah. with this DVD set. <laughs> so I have no idea yeah, so which was, version it is. It, I, I feel like we had to have watched the Toho version, I believe which is the 2012 version. Yeah. So this is also the first one that we've gotten to that Disney hasn't didn't do a redub. For. It's too sad for that. It's too sad for that. <laughs> and um, Disney's like, we're not touching that with a yeah, ten foot pool. Yeah, we don't also remember a war might happened. be for for Disney's taste. It might be a little too sympathetic to the Japanese cause. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean that, that. Yeah, they they could literally just be like, we don't want to touch this with a ten foot pole. Right. Yeah. Um, because you know it, it is. The Japanese perspective during the war, which we don't right. get very often. And if you are a history buff, I shouldn't be plugging this guy. He's He's got so much. But I really did enjoy um, Dan Carlin's hardcore history episodes uh, on World mm-hmm. War II. He tried his very best to tell it from the perspective of the Japanese. He himself is, a, is an American. But... He was yeah. interested into delving into that perspective of the story, so I thought that was yeah, very this interesting. Is, if you're interested, and, and this is one of the best movies I've ever seen from that perspective. Like, yeah, well, I would uh, say so. It's, 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 it's one of the few brilliant. that I've seen that yeah. I, yeah, that I can even recall. Um, and yeah, yeah, it like it, it's not. It doesn't necessarily sympathize with what the empire was trying to do by any chance no, by no, any just means. with the, the plight of the people the plight of the, the country itself exactly yeah because you know we came in with our big guns i say we the united states military came in with their big guns this is even before the the a-bombs and they would drop fire bombs uh on these cities that were basically constructed wholly out of wood so yeah. uh, it 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 got pretty bad. Uh, I don't think yeah, we uh, we I don't know anything about chemical warfare that we did, uh, but the fire bombings were yeah. pretty fucking bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, b- before we forget, though, say that was also if if we watch the Sky Pilot version, say it is voiced by J. Robert Spencer. Thank you. And then the Japanese actor is uh, Sutomu Tatsumi. That's right. And Adam Gibbs, as I said, is in the Toho or Sentai uh, Filmworks version. Yeah. And uh, Setsuko was originally voiced by uh, Ayano Shiraishi. Uh, and then Corinne Orr 
voiced them in the first English version, and Emily Maves voiced her, I should say. Uh, yeah. Her and the, um, maybe Mavis. But it's very, um, she's yeah. very, very young. Like yeah, I said is. earlier that Sita uh, was probably a preteen. She's like four or five. She's super young. Right. Yeah, Seda, Seda I would assume, is like 13 to 16. Uh, maybe maybe that, 10. That's pushing it. Yeah, he might be 10 yeah. to 13 is my guess. Because he, he doesn't yeah. seem like he's really hit puberty yet, but he is quite tall. Uh, right. Yeah. He he's old enough to shoulder a lot of uh, yes. a lot of responsibility. Yeah, this, and which... physical labor, which is required yeah. of him later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is. He is. Uh, the The first responsibility is to look after his sister Setsuko mm-hmm. because their mother dies in the bombing of uh, Kobe. Yes, and, she does uh, have one or two lines. Right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even remember what she says, but it's it's like it's yeah. something that she says out of trauma, anyways. Um, yeah, she is she is horrendously burnt. Yeah. Um, by the bomb, the fire bombs, um, and and that's that's an even like it starts off rough because you know this young child is, you know, having to to go like walk I don't know how far like twenty to thirty minutes to the hospital to get to see yeah. his mom. And then when he gets there, because of all the patients there, she's just not, right. you know, being, you know, I believe treated first, really with respect, but they, they can't. Uh, I believe at first they don't even know that she's injured. They just go there because right. it's the place to go for their town. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then somebody who is either a neighbor or something asks if he's seen her mother because she knows what's happened. Yeah. It's and Seitsuko, or sorry, Seda, Seda, like, w- once their mother passes, he hides that fact from Setsuko because, you know, he's, it, it, yeah. he, one, doesn't know how to tell her, mm-hmm. and two, just can't bring himself to, you know, really talk about it because he has to do so much else. Yeah. You know, he can't, he can't stop for, to grieve when he has to figure out how to protect her, how to protect Setsuko. Yeah. And, and he does that by uh, they go to the an aunt, I think. Yes. Is so in aunt? a different town, I don't recall. Uh, there is an aunt of theirs. They, we don't even know if it is his mother's sister or his father, but she is a yeah. bit of a curmudgeon. And the aunt uh, originally was Akimi Yamaguchi and Amy Jones and Marcy. Banner did the English versions, and like I mean, you say curmudgeon, she is definitely a curmudgeon. Uh, but at the, also, like again, if you just look it up from her viewpoint, she ends up having to take on not only Seda and Setsuko, right. but other refugees eventually come into the house, and it's in a, a war torn country where right. getting food is nearly impossible. I don't actually remember the other refugees in the house. I, I I don't really either. That's just what the summary said when huh. I reread it. Well, <laughs> well anyways, uh, she does take them in, and they are refugees, obviously. Um, but she doesn't really treat them very well. He, he uh, being Sita, is trying to take care of Setsuko as best as he can. 
and you know she's feeding them and stuff and doing motherly ish things but she is constantly pointing out how they are not contributing which yeah um you know to be fair to sita he's like 10 years old 10 to 13 years old it is war times and his cousin is volunteering and stuff but what their aunt is not bringing into her perspective is that these these kids lost their mom and haven't seen their dad in years probably yeah i'm not i'm not at all protecting the aunt her behavior is is really awful and it it leads to a um, (laughs) yeah really bad story i'm just saying that uh, you know she is also dealing with the fact that she just doesn't have food either no she doesn't that's kind of everybody's stressed i'm sure yeah and their their home is at constant threat as well who knows what where they're gonna get bombed next so exactly yeah but no, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, defend her at all because she does eventually drive uh, Seda and Setsuko to leave. Yes. Uh, they they leave her house. They go to where? where it's do they a go fire to? Shelter. shelter. It's a fire shelter. It, it's just a fire shelter. Yeah. So it's it's built into the hill so that the hill will hopefully protect from concussion of bombs and then. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't burn the earth that deep into the earth that's the idea yeah um and it's away from town where all the wood is <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but i mean like while they're there they have some like beautiful moments seda and satsuko do you know the, there's a lot of good focus on how while they're not happy they have happy times yes you know they it's find like, ways to be happy with each other to yeah to and i mean that's that's time. just kind of like it, that that's so parallel with the depression though it's just like you can be depressed but then have happy moments yeah you know it's like it, it it's a very sad thing but like you know there are beautiful moments throughout that you can focus on and and like this movie does a great job at you know doing that where it's just like there's a moment where seda and satsuko everything around them sucks you know the the, the, the world is a big tragedy right now and then they just go out and catch some fireflies. Yeah. And it's a really beautiful moment yeah. between them. And, you know, it's like they have this great moment. And then, sadly, they wake up the next day and the fireflies are dead. Yeah. So but... they, they <laughs> um, which, I mean, they don't have a long lifespan. I'm not sure exactly no. how long. I don't think they fucking then die, though. Uh, oh, but God, I hope not. I hope not. I'm, I'm sure that that's the way of life for a lot of animals, but... Um, praying mantis man <laughs> yeah that's true inspired a lot of spiders <laughs> too in there <laughs> so uh my shit what was i talking about you're talking about the they woke up oh yes uh, so what the they fireflies. what they had done is uh they took this big uh mosquito net which is a very common in uh the eastern countries to protect from malaria and, and stuff like that um right and they you know they hung that up in the shelter but then uh cedar thought it would be a good idea to release the fireflies inside the net so that they could be constellations and shooting stars for them and it is a very beautiful scene i i like that it is, yeah it's it's a great moment like yeah. it really shows how good of a brother Seda is like yeah 
you know, like, I mean, he's already a good brother just for taking care of her, uh-huh. and, but he's, he's such a, a kind-hearted individual that it's just, like, he creates these moments for his sister, and then, like, um, there, there's a moment where, you know, she's told by, was she told by the aunt? Was Setsuko yes. told that their mom died from the, the aunt? The aunt told her. Yeah. Because the aunt. Yeah, that was another thing that was really shitty. Awful. Yeah. She, like, so, there's just so many things that she does. She's a very passive-aggressive character. That's that's the yeah. whole thing. And, uh, you know, she probably would never have kicked them out. Probably. But probably, she yeah. wanted them to leave. It, it, yeah. She made that very obvious with her passive aggression. So, Sita took his sister and what little food yeah. that they had which that's another thing like from the kids perspective that their aunt even steals food from them uh oh yeah yeah, they, yeah. she makes them sell all their mom's uh kimonos yes. right yes because yeah. she's passed obviously and people are still buying things like that and yeah. um there's people probably aren't making new kimonos right now right and so yeah, she she has them sell all that and then mm-hmm. like i think she takes some of that money doesn't she, she takes the like, money to buy food it's mostly oh, rice. right right and yeah. because rice you know can store and travel and all that and yeah. um so she pours out uh she she get, has a jar I don't remember which one she has at first, the sack or the jar. But anyway, she divvies it between them and and uh, the kids. And them, I mean, being her family. But she serves right. some of that in, in the next meal to everyone. And then uh, Sita at one point notices that she had packed rice balls for her um <clears throat> her family to go do their thing and yeah and setsuko didn't want to eat what they were having for breakfast and she's like oh, don't worry we'll have rice balls for uh for lunch and and their aunt's like no you won't you'll have porridge like <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know to i understand the aunt's perspective in that during rationing times these people are going out and spending energy um, towards the right. cause, and these two are just being kids. They they'll survive on porridge. It will be okay. That's true, yeah. but from their perspective, I think Setsuko's even the one who says it. This little girl's like, "But it was our rice." And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're very they're very much Dickens adults. Yeah, like Charles Dickens adults. Yes, one hundred percent. Just 100%. absolutely awful. Oh man! And then later, so we'll jump forward a little bit. Um, yeah, Sita isn't able to properly get Setsuko the nourishment that she needs, yeah. and she gets sick, and um, it's it happens repeatedly. So she's not getting any nutrients. Yeah, and she's very malnourished. Yes, it's it's, it's very some of the sad. it's it's very hard imagery to see, yeah. even in like animation, because it's like you see how skinny she's getting, and it's just oh, there's yeah. some there's some shots that were just very 
jaw dropping. Yes. Like you know, we watched this together, and there are moments where it's like we were talking and trying to like laughing a bit, keeping it keeping it light, trying to you yeah. know trying not to get too sad. But whenever they they like she would uh, Setsuko would lift up her shirt, and you would just see all of her ribs and everything. It was just like immediately like all the smiles gone. We're both just like oh, yeah. <laughs> just like it's, this is this is awful. Yeah, it 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 really it really hurts. Uh, it, it, not to say that it's not a good story, and you know we ourselves no, no. produced a tragedy <laughs> that the world hasn't quite <laughs> tragedy seen yet. sells, man. Uh, but and you know there was definitely a time where I was quite obsessed with the genre, but man, the world just so hard anymore that it is hard to watch things like these. But it does give you a different cultural perspective. Yeah. And that's important for sure. And and it has this this overarching tale of you know, it's a very beautiful story of of you know, togetherness mm-hmm. even in, in like the worst of times. Like these two have each other always. Yeah. There's like there, there's moments where he has to leave her so he can go get something. and you know but but he's all she always knows he's coming back yeah and and then you know that kind of leads us to the to the finale um so spoilers i guess yeah i Um, think it's okay to spoil this movie uh because i think like you said having a fair warning is is (laughs) very helpful yeah 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 very helpful going in because uh yes spoilers skip ahead like five minutes whatever um setsuko dies um, of malnourishment yes uh and it is very sad because uh sita just decided to deposit the money that was left to them by their mother which he was trying to save Mm -hmm. for when things got better uh so that he could buy probably way overpriced food because probably because it's wartime yeah and and he like he got back she's still alive he he but she he's she's dying it's very clear she's dying yeah and he's like i'll make you some food and right when he finishes was was when he like he comes back with the food prepared and she's just she's gone yeah and oh it's so heart-wrenching like yeah. it's, it's really upsetting because he, he had also just found out right before this that uh japan had surrendered right and that his father was also most likely dead yeah because, because the, the navy was, was all sunk fl- yeah yeah was yeah destroyed so it's just like his his whole world literally just explodes around him yeah it's it's so it's so rough because he has done every possible thing that he is he could do and it, it still fell apart and that that is war that is that is the world that is life it's it's really heart-wrenching um but and and since we're still safe within the five minute spoiler there that i gave us uh buffer uh it's time to talk the immediate rest yes. because i didn't know this movie was in medias rest when we watched it um because i'm stupid and wasn't really paying attention that well, well um, there's a lot of things that happen like bef- and they don't go back to it either no no which yeah. i which i very much appreciate i love yeah. that this film's integrity and in telling its story this way um but yeah like the the beginning of the movie is Seda dying yeah um 
which I didn't realize. I thought that was just attacked on, like, this is the wartime. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people, there's people who are so beaten and destroyed by this war that, you know, they're at a, they're at like a subway or a train station and there's Seda lying like next to one of those poles in this, in the train station. And, you know, he's barely breathing, he's barely alive. People are walking, like, like get, avoiding him because they think he's a bum, yeah. and are just like, "Oh, these these damn people and everything." And then, you know, there's one person who gives him food. I remembered that because I thought that was that was a nice moment where right. one person walked by and gave him food. Uh, but he's he's you know, there's nothing left. Yeah, you know, he just he he doesn't even touch the food. He just dies. Yeah, and it's just it's it's very sad. But again, I didn't realize that it was in media's rest because I just thought that was a just a, completely, a precursor. Yeah, just precursor of how horribly sad this movie is. Uh, yeah, but no, and and the only real thing that connects it is the fruit drop can. Uh, so yeah. early on, he finds this little hideaway hole with food in it, and brings that back to the family, which like. That was like a really big contribution, and his aunt was still always awful, just always. <laughs> um, always. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it had this can of fruit drop candies in it, and he hid that uh, and saved it just for Setsuko. And mm. uh, they slowly ate these candies throughout the film, and it was usually very sweet until the end, where it's just the last few and some they do make a candy tea out of it though that was kind oh, of cute. Yeah, yeah. once it was all gone they took the crumbs made a little tea with it and then once the inevitable happens he uses that for his sister's ashes i don't know if we're yeah five minutes still but <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sorry guys it's fine but it, it, <laughs> Yes. I hope you didn't even follow the spoiler warning. Just stick with yeah, us. Like, you know, still watch this. this movie. I know we're oh, spoiling yeah. it all, but it's it's very beautiful. Yeah, I think it's the kind of movie that maybe is almost better when it's spoiled because you're not... Well, I mean, that's definitely not the artist's hope, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right, right. When you know but what's going to happen... You know what you're expecting. Yeah, yeah, when you know what you're expecting, you can brace yourself and still enjoy the story without leaving because some people you know get really mad when a movie makes them feel real emotions (laughs) right yeah and they'll reveal there's a lot of people who just refuse to watch it and i'm just like no you gotta accept (laughs) that sorrow is a way of life and that you know some sorrowful stories help you right deal with it it's you know it's all about the beauty of the story like i don't know I enjoy these kind of tragedies. Like, I, I do even too. Even this is very hard I to watch, it's really moving. I enjoy it a little less post-pandemic, to be honest. Uh, well, that's fun. But yeah. during, I mean, during undergrad, I was downright obsessed with tragedy, and yeah. not not in the like, oh, look at this big goth boy, but like in the academic way. And, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just, it's just too hard anymore to. To, yeah. to do it for fun but i still ptsd i get it yeah definitely <laughs> jesus <laughs> but 
I still think it's important to have and watch movies like this, especially the culturally yeah, relevant yeah. ones. Man, yeah, are agree. we ever going to release I... our 13-minute tragedy? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it someday. Me. It's I'm done. Sure. <laughs> 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 we'll find a perfect spot for it to be yeah, released. Yeah. Straight into the ocean. I didn't know the that the world was going to set canoe. itself on fire when I made it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no, I, I, I do recommend this movie. I absolutely love it. Um, looking back on it and realizing it's in Medias Res, having rewatched the intro right afterwards, which is how I recommend you watch this movie. I recommend you watch the movie all the way through, mm-hmm. you know, front to back. And then once you finished it, uh, you sit through the credits crying. And then after that, you go all the way back to the beginning and watch the first four minutes. Because, again, even though it's very, very sad, mm-hmm. um, when when Seda dies at the beginning, during the, you know, the, the introduction, like where you have the beautiful music and you have the, you know, Grave of the Fireflies, the big title yeah. screen shows up and everything. Um, during that moment the spirits of these two find each other and go to their version of the afterlife together. And so it's like, you know, looking back on it, it was just a beautiful introduction. I was just like, yeah, this is nice. I like it. These two are taking the train. They're riding together. They're looking out over a beautiful city that looks happy and modern and, and, you know, nice. And it's like, oh yeah, dreams of the future after the war. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good. It's, it's really, it's really beautiful when you watch it that way, when you watch the whole movie and then go back to the beginning and watch the immediate rest part again. It really makes the story feels somewhat heartwarming even though it's still absolutely depressing yeah um even though it shows all the the horrible natures of war and like all all, everything it really does have that that follow through if you if you rewatch the beginning and you're just like oh thank god that no matter what they were always together together. and that's what really does it for me that's why i give this film four stars that's why i still give it four stars I will uh, rewatch it someday because sometimes you just want to be sad, damn it. That is true. Sometimes you do. I have other movies that make me feel less horrified and sad. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> this one uh it, it it hurts, but it's it is very good very good art. It, it is a good Movie. oh yeah yeah i give it 100 percent of full face the only reason why i i can't give it a face and a half is because i i can't i don't know if i can ever watch this again <laughs> 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 two was enough you say that now i do say, say that now. now i'm sure i do say the that future. this is true after 10 years I hope. of living in spain i'll rewatch it <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> I don't even think we mentioned that this is the first one that we've done of, of Studio Ghibli that's not by Hayao uh, Miyazaki or Miyazaki oh, yeah. Hayao. Um, this is the this is the one by uh, uh, Isao Takahata. Okay. This is his first of Studio Ghibli. Um, you mentioned it was based on a book. Uh, who did the book? Who did the book? It was a short story, it, I suppose. Uh Akiyuki Nosaka. Way to write a really sad story and then Indeed. way uh, to make a really 
sad movie. <sighs> yep, you tore our hearts apart. I highly recommend it if yeah. you if you want to be sad by all means. And this is also, in my opinion, one of the best war movies I've ever seen. And yeah, that's, uh, that's coming from an true. individual who doesn't really like a lot of war movies. So, wow. it's still a really good war movie. Um, uh, I think what makes it a particularly good war movie is that it does not focus on the battles the guns yeah Yeah, like things awful things uh, obviously happen like there's a firebombing pretty much right at the beginning but yeah it is about the individuals who it affects the most yeah yeah it's not focusing on the fighters you know it's not glorifying the the battle absolutely it's it's showing the realistic side from from those who are not in the war itself but are part of it yeah through geography (laughs) yeah yeah they're they are literally in the way of the war machine oh Oh, okay let's hope it never happens again even though it's happening every day around the world somewhere yes yes war sucks guys Um, it really does if you are in a country that's in any way democratic just voice your opinion on war which is no thanks um, it sucks. <laughs> no thanks. It Make sucks. love, not war. That's right. Damn it. I'm with the hippies, damn it. That's I'm right. Tattoo it on my nuts. All right. <laughs> I think that's the rest. That's the show. <laughs> oh, man. That would be so painful. It would be awful. Uh, yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll lop them off and then tattoo on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about that? All right, and yeah. then keep them in a jar. Yeah. yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll put them up over the mantelpiece. Ah! And you're like, there's my manhood. I cut it off before when I was thirty. <laughs> you see what it says on there? Uh, it's kind of scrunched up, but <laughs> starting to look a bit like Napoleon Napoleon Bonaparte's penis up there, oh, isn't no, it? Geez. All right, I think that. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I am the Green Traveler from Gore. And (laughs) I am the Faceless Leon, the comical relief experiment. Safe travels and good night.